You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Well, hello, riders. How you doing today? <laughs> we are here, ready to work out. We got a Peloton episode for you, Questers. I'm Justin, as the friendly man always says, and I'm here with my trusty partner in crime, Brian. How you doing, Brian? I- I'm a fellow writer today. Fellow writer, yeah. yeah. This would be a, an interesting podcast to do while working out. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, we could have done that. It would be terrible to listen to. Yeah, it would be terrible. I would be wheezing uh, 10 minutes in, maybe, maybe if that. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're here. We, uh, we're, we're recording this a little bit before Christmas, but... This will start hitting your your eardrums uh, just after Christmas, and as you start to prepare, potentially, maybe not, but prepare for your New Year's resolutions and eating healthy and and uh, working out. And so we thought it would be fitting to do a deep dive into something related to working out, and that's the Peloton. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this one, Justin. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm ready to go. Well, I'll tell you this, Brian. I'm not actually working out, so I feel great. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe it'll inspire you to work out. It, it may. It may. We'll see how, how it goes. Yeah. But uh, right now, I am sitting and talking about working out. And so, not moving at all. Not really moving. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But what do you, what have you been up to since uh, our last conversation? Well, I got my sh- uh, cr- Christmas shopping done, so I'm, right? I'm done. Lots of online so mm-hmm. lots of deliveries coming yes. to my house. Yes. So I still need to wrap all of those yeah. gifts. Uh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. That, that uh, maybe that will take place tonight. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's real late. Like sometimes it might be tomorrow, which would be Christmas Eve. Yeah. So. I am. I'm usually decent. Not great, but decent at getting gifts uh, in a reasonable time. I'll order them in time and all that. Some of the last minute stuff I'll get late, but but really it's the wrapping that always gets me. And yeah. I like I I haven't wrapped anything. I'm not sure if I'm going to wrap anything tonight, so I might just get it get to it tomorrow and just you, say whatever. Do you ever do bags? No. Oh, you have no. you have to wrap. Oh oh, like a gift bag. Yeah yeah oh, yeah. Like I'll do like a gift bag. Put a could put a bag and maybe some uh, I don't know what, what tissue paper. Yes. Yeah. I will definitely. I thought you were talking just like plastic bag throw it in oh, tie it no, up no, no, cuz no, some no, people no. do that too and I'm no. that no no, no newspaper do you ever have no, a newspaper I won't do newspaper no? either no. unless for some drastic reason we don't have wrapping paper but we're going to have wrapping paper yeah same same boat so yeah what but, about you what have you been up to uh, since last not, time not not too much uh, it's it's towards the end of the NFL season so I was watching a lot of football but other than that, uh, oh, I just did have my uh, my fantasy championship was going on, uh, fantasy football championship, which is an exciting time for me. Yeah, did you win? Uh, I, I was in two of my three championships. Uh, they will. I'll find out the result tonight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I uh, guess tonight's Monday. Yeah, but uh, I'm projected. I'll have to fill it in the group after this. But I'm projected to win by a good amount in the one league, uh, and I'm projected to lose by a good amount in the other league. Mm. So we'll. We'll see. Monday night could deter, change the results of both of those, but um, it's been heavy football this weekend. But I am, uh, yeah, I'm ready for I'm ready for the holidays. Yep. Uh, one uh, 
uh, note we did have from a fan, uh, Maureen, uh, did ask, I, I believe she was asking you, oh. uh, but she says she said Jason. I think she meant Justin. <laughs> I am Justin. Uh, for the Thanksgiving episode, she asked if your mother did anything to the cream corn. I can honestly tell you no. Uh, maybe some salt and pepper. But uh, straight from the it can. Was straight from the can. Are you, you going to have cream corn for it? Was is Ooh. Christmas a uh, cream corn? So day? it's not. But I didn't have it for Thanksgiving. I wonder. So we're going over to a friend's place uh, just for a small friendsgiving and uh, friendsgiving. It's not. Friends-giving. Oh, it's not friendsgiving. It's. I guess it's not. It's a f- friendsmas. Friendsmas. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, we're just going over for dinner, but. Yeah, so maybe I'll bring cream corn. They probably won't like it, but <laughs> I'll, I might even have trouble finding it, to be honest. So well, I have a can of cream corn. Oh, in you my, do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I we're... realized that I have a can in my uh, – because I've in ever search for the cream corn that I've had down in Texas. Okay. Because yeah. it's really good. Yeah. See? Cream corn's great. No. But you can't get it out of the can. Well, out of the can is not you good. You think that. No. Until no. You I've, have it. I've tried it many times well. in search all right, if you uh, say so. Yeah. Well, back to our Peloton topic, yes. though. Let's uh, get into some news. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise? I'm in the face. All right. Well, so for me, I usually do the news second, so I'm, I'm, I was caught off guard, Brian. But uh, I, I wanted to focus. One of the reasons why we chose this topic is because Peloton is actually pretty relevant right now. Uh, there has, if you haven't know, noticed, there was an ad that went out probably around Thanksgiving time, yep. would you say? Yep. Yeah, so that ad went out, and there was some backlash tied to that ad. Uh, so there's an actress, Monica Ruiz is her name. She played uh, someone in this, and... Uh, she uh, had a facial reaction towards it that made people feel like she was uh, scared in a way. Well, or... so so the ad is that her husband is getting her the Peloton for the, I, I think it was a Christmas gift, actually. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, now she could work out at home. Right. And so then she documents her adventure on the peloton for a full year yes and i I think you're speaking of that first shot yeah she she has a kind of unusual facial expression where she's a little weary yes she's a little weary of it um so monica ruiz actually sat down with uh today's host hoda i'm gonna butcher her name kotby yeah i don't know how to pronounce that it's those letters shouldn't be next to each other um (laughs) To f- name, you can't well, say that. So I can say that. To so she sat down with her to finally address the infamous uh, commercial, uh, which actually is coinciding, or or at least did at the time coincide with a massive tank in Peloton stock. Uh, the ad, which you described for us, Brian, you know, shows her tirelessly working out for that year uh, after her husband gifted the stationary bike. It's been called sexist, tone deaf, and alarming, but Ruiz jokingly accepts uh, or accepted the blame for that at least that last part she said honestly i think it was just my face it was uh my fault she told them my eyebrows looked worried she said so because of all of this she was actually reluctant to agree to a shoot uh an ad for aviation gin 
which uh, if you don't know, that's Ryan Reynolds' company uh, or gin company. And, but she ultimately decided to do so. Uh, and if you haven't seen that, if you've seen the Peloton one and you haven't seen the Aviation Gin one, I highly recommend it. It's totally like all in yeah. on the what the Peloton commercial um, was thought to be tell, talking about of her just like not being happy in her marriage and her husband forcing her to do, you know, working out and all that other stuff. And so she's just grabbing a martini which has gin in it, which was pretty funny. But, uh, but yeah, so now that she's addressed the Peloton debacle, she's ready to skirt it for good and get back to work, you know, portraying other characters and commercials. I'm sure. I, I heard that the, the Ryan Reynolds commercial, I think they shot it in like 36 hours and put it together. I, I, it's, I, I have a very short list of favorite people. And I think Ryan Reynolds has made his way onto it. Yeah. Because of he is just I, I don't I don't I don't know how to describe it. He's hilarious. And he's topical and he has no barrier sometimes and he's funny because of it and uh he hasn't gotten old uh on me yet. So I I, I the fact that he owns a gin company is just even better because the commercials are great. Yeah. So, well, so so you talked a little bit about the stock, and and my story is actually coming from trendinganalysis.com uh, and CNBC, who is referencing Todd Gordon, and he's a, a expert in stocks, and and he's actually projecting, although the uh, the stock prices dropped because of the ads, yeah. um, that Peloton's stocks could actually be up as much as 26% by March and basically he kind of compares the the um, wave that we're seeing in Peloton and, and the popularity with that in to the GoPro and Fitbit okay. um, and really the fact that GoPro required someone to do something on the, the back end to remain successful um, with editing and posting the video content. And this really doesn't require you to do anything except for be active. Um, so once you kind of use the product, you're done with it. You just continue to have to use the product. And so he thinks that it's going to be much more successful than, than uh, that or Fitbit, who have both seen kind of declines in, in their sure. revenue and in stock prices over the past couple of years. But I, I thought it was interesting that despite, you know, all the outrage following the commercial, um, you know, Peloton seems to be doing okay. And, and they're yeah. actually still up 4% since they went uh, public in September. Yeah. So, and, and they had a, a pretty relatively, a, they had a relatively positive IPO when they went live. But honestly, honestly, if, if you, you know, look at this from a marketing perspective. Sure, there's negativity tied to it, but it's one of those any buzz is good buzz kind of thing. And, yep. you know, sure, there's negativity to it, but at the same time, it is opinion based and it's just a reaction of, you know, it, it could have been bad acting. It could have been so much like, why would they have a commercial that was trying to be set? Like, that obviously was not what they were trying to do. But all of that aside, I think I think the general public is just very sensitive. Oh yes, and so a little bit of outrage from a few people 
or or a lot of outrage from a few people now seems like a lot of outrage yeah. from a lot of people which isn't really the i mean it maybe it is the case it could but be. but it's also like uh, i don't know if you look at it in perspective uh, are you really going to you know peloton husband i think is one of the the oh, yeah. things that uh was was quoted and because apparently you know he wasn't happy with the look of his wife is all of these things that context that get you know added in here yeah and that's where again you know and and me again i don't know the depth of this stuff i'm where i don't think either of us are coming at it and saying that it's was was or wasn't insensitive but i think to take a commercial and say that you understand the lives of those two people yeah. that, like very intricately i think is crazy um nobody can know that and it's just a 30 to a minute sec you know i mean you're also talking about personal health so you yeah. like saying oh no we should all be you know like unhealthy people yeah. like yeah. Uh, i don't know i don't know but you know either way what what i do know is that that people are talking about it yeah and good bad and different they're talking about it and it's made it into you know the today show it's made it on snl it's made it onto all these different things that you know pop culture whether they're making fun of it or not uh, you know it's it's popular right and, and so i i think you know given this time of year i think it's a the stock should be increasing is my guess this is also also the second big i i guess meme I guess you could say this was a meme yeah. um, that has gone around with the Peloton this year, too. I don't know if you saw the first one, but oh, no. the, the first one played off of the an original ad that they had running earlier this, uh, um, you know, in 2018 or early 2019, where the Peloton bikes, uh, the these riders or these at-home riders were riding in these, like, luxurious, amazing right up against the window looking out on people's 34th floor high-rise apartment in new york city or you know this amazing overlook out into this like forested jungle yeah and and that's what the commercial basically has all these spots and so people started to make fun of the fact that these were just so outlandish (laughs) yes i'm gonna have it in the middle of my studio apartment yeah you know in new york and it's going to be this perfect location with nothing around it. Yeah. And so then people started to make this meme about where their actual locations of their uh, <laughs> their Peloton bikes were. Yeah. You know, in their garage, in their storage yeah. room. You know, These dark basement. Spaces, you know, yeah. looking up against a, a cement wall, all of that <laughs> type of stuff. So it's it's the second time that a com- commercial for Peloton has so has become this me. meme. I, the first one, I definitely. I mean, just hearing you talk about it, and I pulled up a couple images, and I find myself laughing at this. It's just, it's uh, marketing gone wrong in a way where you're trying to have good imagery and make this feel appealing, but then at the same time, you are not being, you're totally alienating the customer that they're probably trying to get, which is your everyday you know, middle class person. Yeah, but but I don't know if I ever looked at it until I saw the meme. I don't know that I ever saw that commercial. Right, I was maybe, like, sure. I was like, oh god, like th- that is unbelievable. Yeah. There's no way I'd be on the you know thirty first floor of a New York high rise apartment, yeah, and have that. And you know, I mean, the this 
the unfortunate thing for uh for Ruiz, I think was her name. She her face is going to be forever a yeah. meme. I mean, there are people that there are hundreds of memes of people that you look at and you're like, oh yeah, that's that meme, and you have no idea what they're from, and this is going to be one of them in yeah. ten years. People are going to be using that face and yeah. be like, what? Yeah, All right, well, well, we're you know almost seventeen minutes in, oh. and we've buried the lead. <laughs> we have. So as per usual, Justin, where do you come from on this uh, whole Peloton situation? What's your knowledge? Yeah, so my knowledge is close to zero. Uh, obviously, I've done my research today and um, for this topic, and I feel educated in the topic. But I do not know much about Peloton. Uh, I do. I know a little bit more about Spin Cycle uh, or Soul Cycle. Sorry, uh, I've never taken a spin class other than a Soul Cycle class. I have. Uh, I guess I've seen a couple of the ads, but that's that's about it. I. I I'm not a big fitness guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to be healthy, but I just don't really make time for uh, for working out, unfortunately. So this is a little foreign to me. Uh, but it's good timing because this is really December is the time when I start thinking about healthy eating again. And <laughs> eat. I mean, healthy eating, I try to, to apply to my yeah. life as much yeah, as I you've can. Had, you've gone through some diets. Yes, yeah. But, but working out is one that I just... It's really hard for me to find the time. Yeah, and I and I don't prioritize it because that's that's on me. But but yeah, I just I don't make the time for it. Yeah, so yeah. What about you? I I'm on the other side. I I have become a very big proponent of Peloton. Oh, I actually okay. really enjoy it. Do you have Peloton? No, but I I have one at work. Oh, okay. Um, and so I have access to that, and I have really really enjoyed it. Um, since I've been sick, I have not done it, and and yeah. since I started. In maybe May, April or May, I started writing and and using the digital app too, and we'll get into that. I I basically was doing it f- three to four times a week. So there's a Peloton at the work. Yeah. And you just pay for the subscription? I don't pay anything. We don't oh. pay anything. The, the, uh, my work pays for the subscription, and so I get a – there's unlimited users – on on the work bike okay and so you have then you have access to the digital app too interesting so yeah okay. so uh, i'm intrigued i um i i started in you know may and um i i love it i i do i since being sick i haven't done it in two weeks yeah um like i was saying and i am finally healthy and i was actually planning on doing it this morning and then i didn't sleep well last night and i was like oh i need an extra hour of sleep so i will get back on it for sure maybe tomorrow um but for sure after uh after the christmas holiday yeah and i i enjoy it a lot um so you're coming in as a pretty decent expert and you've experienced the platform you understand what it provides uh and you'll probably be educating me throughout the yeah podcast so let's uh let's do that and let's drop some knowledge as we normally do i am the history guy and justin is the stats guy and like always we're going to start with some history first actually i'm going to start with a little bit of 
the Peloton and making sure that we're all on the same page yes. of, of what the actual yes. thing is. So this is actually described as the quote unquote Netflix of fitness. Okay. It's a bike with a 22 inch LCD screen. The screen u- utilizes an Android operating system and it connects to the internet. Uh, the touchscreen gives you the options for selecting classes similar to Netflix. And once you're in a class, uh, you see an instructor on the screen uh, along with a timeline bar for the progress of the class um, and how long you've progressed through the class, uh, as well as how much remains. And then you'll see at the bottom three numbers on the screen. You'll see your cadence uh, or, or leg speed, your resistance, which is controlled by a dial on the bike, similar to what you might find in your typical spin class. Right. And then in the middle is an output, which is a combination of cadence and resistance. And what's funny is I I uh, was re, you know trying to think about this, and that's something that every instructor always says before one of the Peloton rides is they describe exactly what it is. So regardless of if you're oh. a hundred rider, a thousand rider, or their first ride, they start the first minute of telling you exactly what you're looking at and you know you've also got a leaderboard on the right hand side that's based off of your output and so you can either hide the leaderboard you can hide all of this stuff so you can you know have as much stuff or information as you want or as little information as you want i'm going to ask you a question because uh, again i've never experienced this uh you say leaderboard is it you know can you can i'm guessing you can compete against people you know and friends yep. and yep other, you can okay. you compete against you can compete against the world, the world. yeah anyone who's ever taken the class you can compete against um you could segment it out so if you only want to look at the people who are you know your gender and your age range you can look at your friends you can whatever it is um okay. but you know depending on how many people have taken the class you can look at all of the people who are currently taking the class and, and the, the instructors will tell you what ranges you need to be in, too. So, you know, if your leg speed needs to be 100 or 90 to 100, yeah. it'll tell you. And it actually, uh, for a lot of them, it will tell you that on the screen, too. So okay. um, one of the big things that I never liked about, you know, cycling uh, classes or any of those kind of live uh, personal training group classes is I never could understand what the person was saying. And if you miss, like, one word... Or, you know, mm-hmm. one little section and they tell you, oh, turn it to the right and then turn it to the right. And maybe you missed one of those turns to the right. Then you're off the rest of the time. Well, this gives you a target metrics throughout the whole class. And so you know what you, what range you're supposed to be in regardless of if you've actually listened to the instructor or not. Hmm. Obviously, there's also music playing too, so yes. sometimes it's a little bit distracting. So I, I'm gonna probably have more questions throughout. I'll let you keep going, but I'll if I if it if it sticks with me, I'll ask it later. Because <laughs> I'm just like I'm like very curious now. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool process. I mean, I, I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't like cycling classes. Yeah, and or yoga is another good example of like you really have to pay attention. Yeah, but when it tells you what you're supposed to be doing on the screen. And so if you miss something, I think that just so, makes it so easy. All right. I'm going to just say it because my mind is just going right now. So first off, so you have an instructor, instructor, but you can, you can, it looks like you can be riding 
in an environment or something like that? Is that you can also do that? Okay. You wouldn't do that with an instructor. Oh, okay. So, so if you it just want to take like a, a yeah a free ride okay. um, with various you know ride through the mountains or whatever it might sure. be you can also do those okay but but for the most part people do these instructor classes oh, okay and you know um i'll get into this a little bit but the their instructors from one of the many um studios that the peloton has around the the world okay where my mind goes next because i i mean i'd obviously be interested in the instructors and we'll get into that as you said but the the drive the riding kind of outside, I wonder if there's a, 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 a point when it turns into VR. Like, do you see that as a potential evolution of this? Because if you can put on a VR headset on me yeah. and I can be riding through the mountains, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Like that, that to me is transformative. I don't, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what space you have. It's transformative. Whereas the screen to me is like, that's eh, fine. But I, again, I, I, I think that would be a very niche uh, you think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I think I think that would be a little bit more of a selective group that would be like for someone to say, oh, yeah, I would ride with VR, but I wouldn't ride with sure. the screen. I think yeah. is a little bit more of a niche audience than yeah. just even just the screen. I mean, yeah. it could evolve to that at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will evolve to that yeah. at some point. Yeah. No, I, and, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in the uh, cycling um, industry, then uh, dibs on, on the idea, I guess. <laughs> or if you're listening to this in 10 years and this has already happened, then yeah. you can just skip that last <laughs> yeah, part. Sorry, it. we just wasted well, no, a... <laughs> no, no. He'll be like, wow, that was revolutionary yeah. when he said that. Yeah. So the... Uh, Peloton, the organization, was founded in 2012 in Silicon Valley. The f- a former Barnes and Noble executive, John Foley, he noticed that his instructor-led workouts were much more rewarding than his self-led trips to the gym, and so he wanted to find a way to bring this exercise class idea home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he saw. A number of, of cycling establishments, including Soul Cycle, you know, Flywheel, all these establishments were becoming popular. Um, Soul Cycle had been around since 2006. And so he started this idea of this bike and classes that could potentially be taught on these cycling bikes because obviously, stationary bikes people have had in their houses for, you know, years. Mm-hmm. But the idea of a class was something new. So he actually approached Flywheel, which was something that I found interesting. He approached Flywheel about teaming up, and while this Peloton group built their infrastructure, the Flywheel, they wanted them to kind of provide the uh, instructors and the the teachers uh, for their, you know, Peloton app. Flywheel wasn't interested in the deal. Um, so uh, I know very little or even less about Flywheel than I do Peloton. Did Flywheel have, like, is it a similar experience? No, so Flywheel is more like SoulCycle. Oh, okay. So, 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 you, so you go to a place. Correct. Okay. It's a, you know, studio spin class type of yep. thing. Um, and so, but they wanted to, Peloton wanted to utilize the infrastructure that Flywheel had already built and the instructor base that they already had and, and the followership, 
but then offer you know as they kind of built up their their home bike um, industry help them along well mm-hmm. flywheel wasn't interested which you know maybe in all hindsight it might be a, a major yeah. like downfall sure come um, coming years but 2013 uh, they built a prototype bike and they used it to shoot their kickstarter video in their kickstarter they sold 188 bikes initially and then in november of 2013 they opened up a pop-up store in milbourne new jersey and this was a very affluent area of new jersey apparently in a little strip mall okay. and so they started selling selling bikes out of this pop-up store and and then into 2014 uh they started to slowly sell bikes and they started telling them that delivery of the bikes would would occur within 30 days okay well it took takes the taiwan factory that they were working with uh between 90 and 120 days to build the bikes Oh geez. Yeah. So people were not happy, oh, I which I, I can't believe that this startup was able to overcome that. Yeah. And so people weren't happy. And apparently, um, John Foley said in an interview that he, what he learned was customers were totally willing to wait the, the 90 to 120 days for these bikes. Right. If we, they would have told them that it was 90 <laughs> yeah. to 120 days. Right. So it's not something that you need to, I mean, some I'm sure some people are like, I need it now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like this is a relatively expensive purchase, so you're okay typically waiting yeah. on those things. Yeah. So it, also in 2014, they opened their Peloton studio in Manhattan's Chelsea neighborhood, and this is where spin instructors teach uh, to classes of up to 60 participants, similar to a Soul Cycle or a uh, flywheel, but the only difference being that these bikes um, also have the metrics that you know are utilized in in your normal peloton bike Mm -hmm. they don't have the full screens obviously because they don't need to see the instructors but they still have all the metrics that they utilize um you know in in their normal uh at home bikes so they also the instructors live stream all of their classes uh, but then they also record their classes for on-demand playback for people. Okay. So you could technically take a live class along with all the participants in the studio, uh, or you can take it on-demand either way. Is um, Have you ever done a live class? I have done one live class before. Did it feel different to you? The only difference was that there was you, you they didn't have the metrics, um, so you couldn't follow along. So it was oh. a little bit more like a soul cycle class where you had to pay attention to, you know, at least you had the metrics to know that you, what your output was. Yeah. But they didn't, they, I don't think they have the ability to know the metrics because I think they base it off of, of, you know, the output or timing later after the fact for the on-demand stuff. Yeah. Kind of like, I guess close captions is a bad example, but like they have to, do yeah. add it after the fact to right. know exactly what the instructor said. So cause is there any, cause I know a lot of, you know, when you're thinking of media like that, uh, live kind of adds this interactive envelop- yeah. develop or environment. Yep. Is that 
the the case it does this? yeah so you know a lot of times they will uh, the instructors will do shout outs for people who hit milestones okay. or birthdays cool. or whatever um yeah. so both people inside the studio and then also on demand yeah. or on the live stream yeah you know you'll hear them shout out the whoever might have a milestone or whatever oh, cool all right, so, so there's the benefit there. Yeah. Figured there had to be something. Definitely, yeah, definitely there's a benefit there. So then um, in 2015, they uh, raised funding to expand their brick-and-mortar brick retail locations. Um, and all throughout this, there's, you know, tons and tons of, you know, Series A, Series C funding, you know, mm-hmm. venture capitalist stuff that gets a little complicated. Yeah. So we, we don't have to talk about that. But one of the things in 2015 – that they started doing was that they they realized that they couldn't rely on on you know your UPS or FedEx to actually deliver some of these um, bikes. So they started hiring delivery people to actually bring their bikes to uh, the consumers. Mm. And so as they started to expand, you know, throughout the country, that kind of helped with this delivery and the delivery time of of bikes. Um, recently, a, a coworker of mine bought one for her house, and I think they got it within four days. Oh wow! Yeah, because we have a we have a store here in Seattle. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Yeah, uh, in 2016, they started offering unlimited live and on-demand classes at a monthly rate, allowing people to ride along with or without the Peloton bike via the digital app. Uh, so, if you have the digital app, you can also pull up any of the cycling classes and obviously you won't have your own metrics uh, but you could do it on any stationary bike or anything like that Um, you also have you know yoga classes and uh, there's just so many different classes that are offered stretching you know classes uh, cardio interesting yeah all of that type of stuff Um, in 2018 they unveiled their uh, Peloton Tread which is the treadmill. I don't know if you've oh, seen, that. seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So they also a- offer treadmill classes. So basically an instructor will run with you and tell you how fast you need to run. Um, so I, I know a lot of people who do the running classes without the Peloton treadmill because they don't have it, but you can just control the treadmill. And obviously you've, you've spent some time invested in, in, um, peloton classes but the if you could have one or the other would you prefer the treadmill do you would do you like running more as than biking so i i was not i i used to like running a lot more mm-hmm. and as i've gotten a little bit older running takes a lot more of a toll on my body yeah and so i've started to enjoy i can go i can ride for 45 minutes there's no way in the world I, I could function after running for 45 minutes yeah. anymore on a regular basis. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. Um, I can still get a really great cardio workout without, like, yeah. killing my body. Yeah. Right. So, And then the, the last thing uh, that I have is just that they're reportedly uh, working on, on a rowing machine as well, uh, which they will unveil in 2020. Interesting. Do they do they do you know if they have Peloton gyms? Like, does that exist? They have Peloton studios. Oh, they have so studios. They, okay. So they have. I saw two studios, but I I they have a London and a New York studio. Okay. I believe they just actually opened up a German studio, uh, or at least they have 
instructors in Germany. I don't yeah. know if that means that they have a studio. So it's it's basically like your soul cycle. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they do have an actual then person there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where I, they record all of them too. So yeah. like all of those instructors Got it. at the New, uh, New York, you know, the, the studio in Chelsea. Yeah. They record all of their their classes mm-hmm. and they have uh, uh, all of the people, yeah. you know, participants who are in the area who yeah. want to come into that. I'm I'm almost thinking, you know, obviously this takes away probably, and maybe this doesn't make sense from a business standpoint, but there's an opportunity if they have these all these different devices. Maybe I I know a lot of people will probably if they're going to get any, they're just going to get one mm-hmm. uh, and not have like their whole suite of products. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm almost thinking that that. Um, like a gym, yeah, you know, almost like a gym, mm. but like small little uh, yeah. studios where you could go and you know try out their other things and yeah. have your metrics yeah. and all that other. So stuff. I haven't, I haven't taken um, any of their running classes okay. um, on the treadmill, and so I don't, I don't know for sure if they have a gyms like if the New York studio has a like class set up there, yeah, as well, but the the yoga and some of those others definitely have studio space where you have uh, while the instructor is doing their um, class you have other people also doing doing the um, class you know in a live environment as well so there's definitely a studio space there but in terms of like a gym where somebody could just go and do it one off I don't they have not built anything like that yet so Okay. Well, I'll breeze by through some stats. Uh, a little bit on the to first, obviously, on Peloton, and then I'll get into some more wide, wider stats here. So some of these data points are coming from different points, so there might be some updates in the last uh, couple months, obviously, with uh, there's a lot of buzz around them. But uh, they currently have <sighs> 1.4 million subscribers. They have sold, as of September, they have sold 500,000 bikes. You know, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't to me. That doesn't feel like a lot, but yeah. but they're still pretty early on. And I obviously, you know, with the IPO and you know getting funding and all that other stuff, this is going to be, you know, a bigger and bigger thing. It's obviously for whatever reason, and this probably hits different people and different markets differently. But I felt like a year or two ago was like peak cycling everything. Yeah, and that was the first time I ever heard of Peloton. First time I ever heard of Soul Cycle. Yeah, uh, I heard of Flywheel before. I didn't know what it was, but that was like for whatever reason, cycling is in this resurgence right. period, and so I think that's gonna, you know, until something else comes up, I'm sure. But they're creating. It seems like they're creating a good suite of products that allows them to have sustainability, right. which is good. But as of right now, they're valued at four billion dollars, uh, which is pretty pretty strong. Um, and they've doubled in revenue every year in the last three. So it was uh, 2017, it was 219 million. In 2018, it was 435 million, and then this year it's 915 million. So they're on a pretty strong track. They have about 700 employees, and uh, we didn't mention this earlier, but. A bike, if you're interested, uh, runs for about twenty two or two thousand two hundred and forty five, 
you can get a bunch of other features and things tied to it, but then you have to pay, uh, I believe it's, and I took this out for some reason, but uh, I believe it's 40 bucks yeah. a month. Yeah. Um, so really you're looking at about $3,000 for the first year and then about $500 each year after that, you know, um, given some of that excess stuff. But, Which I will say, uh, I didn't realize that they were I, – I mean, that's still expensive. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I definitely thought they were significantly more expensive. Yes. Yeah, I think getting a uh, a new – like getting a treadmill is going to cost you two grand. I feel yeah. like getting a new, you know, sophisticated – work out anything is going to cost you money. So I think I'm with you. I think it's actually pretty reasonable. I think where, where they have a really good model and where, you know, it can start to, to pay is that you're essentially paying a gym membership. Right. And even though it may not feel like it and you're, you're often at home or maybe at work for your, for your scenario, it's, I don't know. Like it's, it's a little bit different where it's the gym. It's like, I, I gotta go. I gotta go get my money worth. Hopefully people that have a Peloton feel the same way and say, I gotta get my money's worth. Well, and one of the things that people like about it is that you can take a 20 minute class Yeah, and you can work out and you can be done and you didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. And so I think it's like the the barrier for entry is so yeah. low because they also have like stretching and yoga and some mm-hmm. of those things are just 10 minutes. So right. like, you know, if you don't have a ton of time, well, you only need 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and something like that too would be interesting. Um, if I had an account, you know, I'm, I'm guessing I could probably share some of that with my wife and she could like do some of the yoga classes and yeah, you know, it'd be her stats, but yeah. I'd have my stats for some of the other stuff. I don't know. That might be of interest, but it, it's intriguing to me. I think it's a reasonable, you know, it's a lot of money, but it's a, you know, when you look at what it would cost to be a member of a gym or, you know, to buy your own workout equipment, it's a little bit of both, but a couple stats on just cycling as a whole. So, uh, and, and working out to an extent too. So a study by the UCLA showed that people who had a physically active lifestyle had a well-being score 32% higher than inactive individuals. So you're probably going to live 32% longer than <laughs> I am. Um, cycling burns calories between uh, 400 and 1,000 an hour, depending on your intensity and rider weight. Um, researchers studied over 260,000 individuals over the course of five years and found that cycling to work can actually cut a rider's risk of developing heart disease or cancer in half. Hmm. So that's, I mean, you know, and we say cycling to work, that could just be just cycle for 20 to 30 minutes every day kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought that was like, whoa. Uh, Obviously, again, any type of working out is going to help with that type of thing. But those are the types that you don't think about uh, very often. Then you're like, oh, wow, that would be... Uh, obviously, I would not want any of that to happen. Uh, when scientists compared groups of exercisers, long-distance runners, and cyclists, they found that the runners suffered 133 to 144% more muscle damage, uh, 256% more inflammation, and I don't know what that word's, uh, and DOMS, D-O-M-S, 80, 87% higher. I don't know what Dom's is, but 
but yeah, so they're like you you mentioned this. Uh, they have like you don't run as much anymore because yeah. it's just easier on your body. Yeah. Uh, so that's intriguing to me as I get into my thirties coming up soon. Um, <laughs> so uh, and a 2013 study found that during exercise, cyclist blood flow in the brain rose by 28 percent and up to 70 percent in specific areas not only that but after exercise in some areas blood flow remained up by 40 percent even after exercise so you talk about you know if you can get a class in before the day starts or before your work starts it's actually getting your blood flowing um, to your brain which is you know great for getting your brain working uh, in your favor and then the last thing that i wanted to bring up i thought was interesting and kind of well, I don't know. It's funny, but it's interesting. So Denmark is the most bike-friendly country in the world. I don't know if you knew this, Brian. I did not. Um, so according to this, 9 out of 10 people in the country own a bike compared to just 4 out of 10 people who own a car. Wow. Um, and uh, See, people yeah. who can't own or uh, young, young, <laughs> lots of kids. Sure. Yes. Um, and altogether, people in Copenhagen bike the equivalent of thirty-five times around the globe every day. Just wow. people of just the people of Copenhagen, uh, which I think I don't know how big the city is, but that's a lot of biking around. That and and yeah, awesome, I, right? Like that's. I wish I could do that math. Yeah, I, I we don't have enough time for that, but yeah. um, but that's really cool. I think there's so many benefits to to biking in general obviously the peloton is a little bit different you're biking inside but um but the just the thought of you know using cycling be it inside or outside as as a means to to be active but then also in this case they're saving the environment a lot you know they have a lot less pollution uh and they generally have a cleaner area so that's pretty cool but that was it for me all right well let's uh do some friendship tests can we just become best friends? Yep. All right, Justin. So we got to go through this quick because we're, we're running out of time. Sure. But uh, I know we asked this last year, so you know maybe we should make sure we have the same answers as we have last year. <laughs> but uh, do you make New Year's res- resolutions? I, I typically do. And I think I'm, I probably said this last year too, but typically last for about a month like most people's do. Um, I do learn things. I, I, I will say that uh, typically when I try a diet or working out or whatever, I learn something either about myself or something that, you know, diets especially, I'll I'll apply something and I've learned that I like different foods that I never thought I liked. Um, you know, when I did Whole30, I found out I liked cashews and plantain chips and, you know, things like that. Bananas. So you- I eat bananas now. I think I mentioned that before. It's like, what? Like, I eat a banana every day almost now, and it's. I thought they were gross. Do you like, have a plan for this year's New Year's? I don't have anything set yet. I usually start thinking about that after Christmas cookies. Mm. Um, you know, I want to enjoy the time with the cookies first. <laughs> um, but then once I'm past that, then yeah, I usually start. I, uh, my wife and I have been talking a lot about you know maybe it's going to a gym or doing something like that. Um, so I, I'm intrigued by some type of activity. I definitely want to do something uh, because I'm finding, you know, it's just eating healthier isn't going to do it. And I do slip up a lot when I don't have a strict diet. So, you know, finding something. Is like I helpful. always say, I work out to eat. Yeah. And I, 
I eat to not work out. <laughs> <laughs> or diet to or, not work out. Yeah, diet to not work out. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you? I, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I'm I'm a big proponent on if I'm going to change something, I might as well change it right now. Yeah. And, I, I mean, that's – I think one of the reasons why – well, it's a – it's commercialism is one big thing, but, yeah. um, but at the same time, I think the, the social side of it is interesting, right? Like a lot of people right now, this time of year are thinking about working out. And I think if I'm thinking about it and you're thinking about it and she's thinking about it, like all of those things help for me, at least that helps drive me to whether it's a competition between them or it's just, you know, oh, cool, they're doing it, so I want to feel like I'm a part of it. Um, those things types of uh, tend to motivate people, and that's why I think New Year's resolutions are so popular because everybody wants to be better, and they all tend to do it around the same time. Well, and I think it's just it's you have this kind of lull of, you know, the holidays. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I've been sick, and and very easily could just say, okay, I'm going to go until after Christmas to start working out again. Yeah, I'd like to actually work out tomorrow, so we'll see if that happens. But then, you know, pick it right up after Christmas, and and so I can eat all those Christmas cookies <laughs> and and not and work them all off. Yeah, okay. so uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, you say you've you have one at work, but would you uh, ever buy a Peloton, and or would you join uh, SoulCycle? Okay, so I've done SoulCycle once. Yes, not as a fan. have I. Not a fan at okay. all. Uh, I I didn't enjoy it at one bit. I like I said earlier, really enjoy the Peloton. I have thought about buying one. I don't think I can justify it for myself. Mm-hmm. The fact that if you pay one subscription, that goes for anybody who's using a bike, I think goes a long ways. And so, like, if I had a family or you know even a significant other, and just you know, although I got to be wary because of the commercial, if I actually buy it for <laughs> of course, the significant yes. other, maybe I'd have to buy it for myself and yeah. say that that person could use it. But uh, so at, at this point in my life, no. Yeah. But potentially down the road, potentially. Yeah. Because I've just really enjoyed the experience that I've had with it. Yeah. For me. So I did soul cycle once. It's, it's tough. Um, to be, I mean, I wasn't active before I did it. I just did it just because to, to try it with a group of people. And, uh, I, I don't know, like I felt awkward being in a big group like that. And I knew a lot of the people there and I, you know, nobody was judging anybody, but it still felt like, I don't know. It's hard to understand what they want you to do. And I just, yeah, I, I enjoy the, the peloton experience a lot yeah I, I i think the peloton is intriguing to me um Could i have to give it a try i i think i may yeah. i think i may just because um one i think it like the how they're doing it the i i'm, I'm intrigued just from my research i think uh the product itself seems like high quality and if i have an opportunity to use it then i'll actually I'll... one of our friends who goes to trivia just got one. Oh, yeah nice yeah I'll so have talk maybe that to... person yeah See how how they like it. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. Don't take my word for it. Okay. All right. So you you talked about the the Soul Cycle experience, and our, the next question is about instructors. And since you have no reference, uh, I feel like we have to have some fun with this. So this was a SNL skit on Soul Cycle. 
Well, this is Soul Cycle. You'll love it. I go like every lunch break. Oh, so that's where you run off to. I've never oh, done it during pass. lunch break, so don't Hey, worry. guys, we are so psyched you're here for this very special class. It's Soul Cycle Instructor Auditions. Today you'll be riding with multiple cyclists who are in the final stages of joining the Soul Cycle family. Let's ride! And if you've never had a class, a, a cycling class, yeah, that's why the, class the instructors always have a personality to them. Sure. What's yeah. up? What's up, Soul Cycle White Harlem? Uh, my name is Flint, <laughs> like the water. Let's get those leg muscles going while I tell you what I'm about. I live life with no regrets. Always try to be it inspirational. Died. Yeah. It didn't have to happen. They also don't, 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 Soul sometimes Cycle, yell at you yeah. in Soul Cycle. And just a warning: I have an addiction to pushing myself and cocaine because. I one of the interesting things about the Peloton instructors is a lot of them have a social media presence. Okay. And so they're actually very popular on social media. Hey, soul cyclers. My name is Trix, and here's my story. In high school, I was bullied for being too tall, too thin, too pretty. We're here to lift each other up. So turn to your neighbor and compliment one part of their body. Be specific. <laughs> So, so Peloton actually has a high five feature. Okay. So, so as you go through your class, uh, you can like they tell you, oh, like give a high five to the person to the left and your right of you. How does and that if, work? If you are on the Peloton at home, yeah. there's a little high five button. So as you look, you know, on the leaderboard, you can high five people. Oh, interesting. And, and then it'll say, oh, so and so high fived you back or huh. whatever. You know, that's like, cool. Yeah. So. That brings me to my question of who's your favorite instructor. And I've given you a link of all the photos okay. uh, to all of the instructors that, that the Peloton offers. Um, and, and I'll kind of run run down. So Alex Alex Toussaint, uh, he's kind of your introductory instructor. I really enjoy he's got him. got a baby face. He, he's you know, a, a good instructor, especially for, for new people okay. or if you're kind of looking for an easier ride. Allie Love, um, she's actually, I think, a former Brooklyn Nets dance. Or no, no, excuse me. She, I think she does on-camera stuff for the Brooklyn Nets. She was oh, a former dancer. She will kick your butt, that's for sure. Ben Aldis, he's uh, he's from the London studios. Christine. Does I he have a London accent? He does have a yeah, okay. a British accent. I'm sure the ladies swoon over him. Uh, Christine, I've never taken a class from her, so I don't know what her deal is. Cody Rigsby, um, he's f- flamboyant would be the best way to describe him. Okay. You know, uh, not necessarily the hardest instructor. Okay. I, I actually find that the the women on here are way harder. Than oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Dennis is kind of like a... Well, he's like you, a chi guy. He does yeah, yoga too. Right. You can okay. see he does yoga too. Um, Emma Lovewell... She will kick your butt for sure. Okay. Um, Hannah, I have not taken a class from. Oh, two Hannahs. I have not taken the class from either of those two. Irene, I know, is um, new from Germany because I saw an ad on it. Okay. Um, Jen and Jess, I have not taken classes from. Kendall, I, there's a lot that I have not taken classes from. Leanne, I have not taken a class from. Matt Wilpers, uh, I think he's a professional cyclist. 
Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that one. Sam Yo. Oh, Robin. Robin will kick your butt too. She's okay. she's hardcore. Olivia have not taken a class from Sam Yo. Yeah, I talked about um, Tundi. Uh, again, she's new as well, so I have not taken a class from. A lot of these are actually v- very new, like yeah. within the last couple of months. I mean, I guess it's- Christian Vandeveld. Do you know that name? So he's a professional no. cyclist. Okay. So they actually uh, teamed up with him very early in in their launch um, to kind of get some rep from you know their instructors. Sure. Um, but he's he was in the Tour de France, and I don't know if he ever won it. But so interesting. I definitely uh, I could be wrong. I'm just used doing the eye test. It seems like there's a lot more females than male yeah. instructors. Mm-hmm. I probably to what you were kind of alluding to, I would probably start with uh, someone like an Alex Toussaint. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a he's a class favorite. Yeah. Like, his classes are always full. Yeah. And he's got some really good rides. He's got a Club Bangers ride okay. on Saturdays. Okay. Club music. Yeah, it's Interesting. pretty funny. Well, he's probably, yeah, he's appealing to the young, uh, new to the, to the biking category, which would yeah. be me, and I'd be interested in that. I... I've only I've I've only taken I've done one workout class and it was insanity, and that was with my boy Sean T, uh, <laughs> and Sean T was hilarious. Yeah, um, so over the top, uh, amazing dancer somehow, but uh, but workout classes were always interesting to me because and I lo- I I enjoyed the program I did it with some of my buddies, um, but you kind of get these fake fake people that kind of come out and I don't want like like it's almost like they're acting in the class yeah and then you always have you always have one person or a couple uh, that are just so ridiculously good and make it look so easy and they're just like smiling the whole time I'm like gosh darn it stop smiling well and that's the Does nice that thing happen with these people you like, don't they- see you don't see any of the people who are participating in the class you only see the instructor so you don't see the okay. class. Okay. So like with insanity, like he'll go around and like, you know, look at all the other people who are, are doing the class. That doesn't happen. It's just a straight on shot of the person, the instructor. So yeah. I, I'll tell you that uh, Tanya. A- Alex is, is probably my favorite. He's kind of my go-to. I don't think I could do like an, I do like Ali and Robin but I don't think I could do their classes like on a daily basis okay? because they are so hard. Yeah. So that that's... Uh, I would. I don't care who it is. I would just be... It, well, personality certainly would start to drive it, I guess, Yeah. Uh, to a degree. But I, So I would try probably a lot of these, but I would say that for me, it's first and foremost would be have to be somebody who takes it easy to start. And then it, once I start advancing, then I'll try. Some and that's, that's something interesting that I kind of found too, is that I really did not enjoy a couple of these people that I listed off. And so I'm almost wary to try some of these other ones because I didn't enjoy their class for, and, and like, it was almost a waste of, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes for me. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, we um, we are way over on yes. time. Okay. So um, I think uh, it's time to get into to delusional thinking. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, Brian. I have a scenario for you, Mister Workout Fiend. 
Would you rather that you have this is for the rest of your life, as as most of our our scenarios are. Uh, would you rather one hour a day where you can eat whatever you want, and it can be whenever too. You can choose the hour. Yeah. With no ca- caloric intake or effect on your body. Okay. So it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, or you double the amount of calories you burn during a given day. Now that isn't necessarily just during a workout, though. If you work out, that does help. Okay. But every single thing you do that day is like, you know, me lifting up this bottle is twice the amount of calories that I would have burned by okay. lifting up the bottle. Okay. And thus, I would have to intake more calories to sustain my own life, right? Well, depends on how you operate. Like you could you could in essence in that scenario, and I don't want to, you know, put words in your mouth or, or help you decide this, but in essence in that scenario, you could do twice uh, half as much working, working out, out as you currently do. Yeah. And and eat the same amount. Eat the same amount. And be at the same place yes. in my life. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Or on the flip side, for one hour, I could eat whatever I wanted to. Yeah. Now, do I become full for that hour and then I'm not full after that? Or what? what's the ramifications on, I guess, the rest of the day? Am I... I think you are... So I'll say this. You are satisfied after that. So yeah. you can use it as your meal. Yeah. But you don't feel like heavy or bloated or whatever. Like okay, after so, whatever you've eaten. So at that time if I were to eat a lunch, yes, it would be kind of a normal lunch. It wouldn't be like I am stuffing myself so much that I don't have to eat dinner. No, no, it's not that scenario. Okay. You'd still so you still have to, you still want to eat your yeah. breakfast and your lunch. Yeah, and you're your not dinner. like storing all the but food. But for yeah. one of those, in theory, one of those, or I could do it later in the evening. Sure. Yeah. Can I pick? Can I move it? Hmm. Like if I if I knew I was going to go out for one night, I'm going to say you have to you have to pick one hour. It's the same every day. Okay. You choose the hour. Yeah. But it's the same every day. Yeah. Okay. I think, as someone who is fairly active, I think I would prefer to double my uh, amount of calories that I would burn in a given day. Okay. So that then I could, you know, I would then could potentially increase my caloric intake a little bit and actually be more uh, fit than I actually am right now. The other way, I I mean, it would be nice because then you could just eat all of the, like, it's almost like a cheat hour. It is a cheat a, hour. Once a day. But the fact that I can't move it and, yeah, I, because I, I, I would want it to probably be lunch because that's probably the most consistent that I eat. Because, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, I mean... You know, today I may not eat dinner until eight o'clock tonight. Well, right. if my hour is from six to seven, yeah, then I'm wasting my. I, yeah, I think that with the the uh, rigid schedule, it would be man. If we both were in this, like we would be like, well, I have to eat like right yeah. now. Like it, it's it's yeah. there's no excuses. I I just need to go eat right now. 
um, because it's free. It's like free, free calories, free calories, right? Yeah. Uh, or you're, or you're just a normal day. Sure. Yeah. And it could, you could, you honestly, you could have a normal day and not think of anything. I, I don't know. It depends on how much I'm not surprised by your answer, but I, it's intriguing to me that given your statement of, you know, you work out so that you can eat. Now you can literally eat anything you want. But only once a day. Yeah. But you can make the most of that. That's the thing. So here's, here's my perspective. And I'm on the complete opposite side of you. And I'm intri- I'm intrigued, sure, for for a little bit of just, you know what? I can, you know, do my normal thing. I, I I can literally just live the same exact life that I have, and be burning twice the amount of calories. That sounds positive. Uh, both of these are very po- actually have both very good positive things to them. So what I would say is, on the food side, I would choose lunch as well. I work in an office that provides food, and. I would eat nonstop for an hour. And here's the best part about it is that because it doesn't have effect on your body. Now, I'm not even worried about the calories. But you'd only be satisfied. That's fine. Just think, have you ever have you ever eaten something that is so good that you want to eat more of it, but you're about to be you're full or you're like you just want to just Literally every bite you have of that thing is just satisfying, and you never get full until the end of it, where you're that hour where you're like, "Oh, I'm great!" Like you just walk away. You could eat all the cookies, all of the any anything. Just but do you do you do you see yourself having that opportunity once a day? I every day of your life for lunch. I wouldn't. I think most days would probably be a normal day, but I think if I'm like this thing is really good. I can just get more of it and not feel I can go, I can go to McDonald's and get, I don't even love their food there, but that's partially because I've built up a resistance to like, Oh, it makes me feel gross. Like, which we need to do a McDonald's episode. We do, we do. So, but like something like that, like where I can feel no remorse, just going and getting like gross food for you, but then just walk out of it feeling I feel fine. I didn't eat any calories. I basically had a free lunch. It's I I don't know. I I would I would have trouble figuring out what calculation would allow me to choose the other option because I I don't think you know originally it was it was one hour a day and one hour a day. And I'm like no a full day of extra of double the calories and I still don't choose it. I still wouldn't do it. I think I think if you were to actually calculate your calories and like your calorie burned versus your caloric intake, I think you would then think about it. I don't know. Do you have a? Do you I have definitely a, pull do you have in a, more calories than I. Am do you have burning. a smartwatch that monitors your? Uh, calories not burned? anymore. I had one for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, like just seeing that number to me it easily makes me want like if i were to double it because i know i know how much i work and like so if 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 i were able to burn twice that amount of calories working the same amount like working out the same amount that i am then but i so here's my thing is i do you think you would continue to work out the same amount as you've done before would you increase your workout or in my scenario, I would reduce it. <laughs> like if I were you and I sp- spent 30 minutes every day working out, 
I would get back 15 minutes of my day every single day. I I think I would work out, continue to work out the same. I would then be able to eat a little bit more and than I already do and still, you know, reduce my weight and look better and sure. I mean, we're living in a dream scenario where both of these are amazing. I want both of these options, but uh, I'm going to stick with my guns here. I'm going with a one-hour special where I can eat everything and anything I want and be a happy man. Good good luck, uh, you know, with all of those other lunch times. That's fine. I, I, I just I don't then. I don't think I don't think you're going to I just don't think you're gonna want to eat. I could that be much on whole food. thirty. I could be on whole thirty with a really gonna, restrictive diet, and then every lunch I eat a fried chicken sandwich. You're talking about not having time to work out yet. Apparently, you have an hour to oh, eat. Oh, I'm putting an hour. <laughs> that's true. I'm dedicated the you full have, hour you towards have a eating. Full hour to eat. I'll make it every happen. day. I'll make it happen. It's worth it. Wow. I I don't I don't know how you do that but <laughs> if you don't if you don't have 15 minutes to work out but you have an hour because i enjoy eating brian it's an enjoyment when it's good food whereas working out is working out pr- provides endorphins sure yes all of those things yeah. you you enjoyed well, playing I'm... football you enjoyed you know just... i enjoy athletics yes well why isn't that your workout well because it's complicated <laughs> i don't know now i'm just hungry um, well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We had a, a good good conversation on, on Peloton today. But uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple, Google, and Spotify or wherever you're getting your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us. Uh, send us a like on Facebook. We're at Quest for 100 Podcast. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, wherever you're, you get your social media, we're pretty much there, except for TikTok. Yeah, I, I don't think we're getting on TikTok. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. How, how would we promote on TikTok? I, it's, yeah. not, it's just not going to happen. Send, yeah, you can't <laughs> you send to people, people to our podcast yeah, from TikTok. You never say never, Brian. I so. didn't say never. I said you cannot. <laughs> All right. Until next time, thanks for joining us on The Quest for 100. Mm-hmm.